When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Ryan Hernandez. And just a heads up, before we start uh, playing the interview with my good friend Gilbert Gonzalez, just a heads up, there will be a lot of background noise because unfortunately uh, there was no other place available. And although there's going to be a lot of background noise, I hope that you are able to listen to it to as much as you can and learn from Gilbert's story. I listen to his truth, and that's the the reason of of this podcast to make a platform where people can speak their truth and share uh, their path for healing. So again, just a heads up: there will be a lot of background noise, but I hope you are able to listen and enjoy what Gilbert has to share. Have a good day, everyone, and here's the interview. Welcome back to the Truth That Heals podcast. This is Ryan Anthony Hernandez, your host, and I'm here today with a good friend of mine, co- former co-worker at Amazon and good friend, Gilbert Gonzalez from San Antonio. Gilbert, welcome welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I appreciate it. Good morning. Uh, I'm good, man. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate the time to, to be here, um, allow me to come on, but I just want to say that if you're going to introduce me, do it right. <laughs> I, I want the, the full unboxing experience. <laughs> but uh, no, everything's good, man. Uh, you know, like you said, former coworkers. Um, through our journey, I was able to interact with you and, and uh, meet you, and, and since then, it's, it's been a, a great friendship. So, forever grateful for that. Yeah, and um, I've known you for about a good three years. Yeah, I would say uh, I first met your brother. And actually, your brother was trying to recruit me to become a Jehovah Witness or to, to attend. Actually, I think it was like a Zoom meetings. He was like sending me links to join the Zoom yeah, meetings. Yeah. Sounds about right. Pandemic time, time frame, give or take, if they're doing Zoom, which I think everybody, even in corporate America, um, school, everybody was kind of, you know, transitioning through that phase. But, um, I mean, no, no uh, ill intent. You know, he's just doing what he's been, you know, uh, instilled. He's trying to, you know, preach and, and you know, give people a message. Uh, so that's all it is. But yeah, it, it didn't surprise me. Sounds like Joe. Yeah, <laughs> but, he, but he's a good guy. We had uh, great conversations, and then I met you, and it's a totally different. I mean, I, I was, I was surprised because you're brothers, and you're just totally different personalities. And Absolutely. I, and I just mentioned right now, you know, how he tried to, you know, kindly recruit me to the Jehovah Witnesses. So this episode is going to be a little bit about, you know, not only Jehovah Witnesses, but also the truth that Gilbert wants to talk about, which has brought him healing and which has brought him growth and which might be beneficial to some other listeners who may have uh, left Jehovah Witnesses or who are still in or who are in a position in life in which they are finding struggles. So, uh... If you can maybe give a little history about your faith journey and how it started. 
Absolutely. Um, like you mentioned, you know, uh, we're all we're all different. Um, if anything, that that shows you who God is. God is infinity. So even though we all come from the same family, we come from a different, you know, all the same source. We're all different in personalities, how we ex how we interpret messages, um, how we help other people. Um, we're all our own independent operating beings. Um, so like I said, my brother's very loving. That's his way of showing love at this time. Uh, for me, I was able to be open and talk to you, and that's how I found out about your background, and, and that was very insightful. I would hear from other people like, oh, Ryan was a priest, and I, I didn't know that. Like, Ryan? You know, it's, but everybody has their own journey, as you said, and, and so for me, um, I remember you had were like, man, I'm, I'm surprised you're actually talking to me, or I'm surprised, you know, this. Aren't you guys? And I was like, well, for me, um, a little bit of my background, um, I grew up in a faith of Jehovah's Witnesses, and um, one thing I learned in my journey was that there's a lot of shaming. There's a lot of shaming, and that goes a long way um, in regards to like how you live your everyday life, what your personality is like. As, I, as I've mentioned before, um, even through just you know chopping it up on, on daily conversations, people we know people based on what they perceive or what they want to display to us in the public. Um, and so that's why we see these alarming things on Netflix or we see documentaries and like, damn, this was actually going on. It's, it's crazy because people put up this facade, but it all stems from somewhere. Like in, in my case, not that I was putting on a facade, but because of my upbringing, what my beliefs were, what my household was like, it, it, it molds you into the person you are. I didn't affiliate with it. My journey was that I, I did try to go about it um, as far as getting baptized in the faith and, and do all these things. It just didn't work out. I went through, you know, all the questions that they have and, and you know, accepting the faith and, and going that route. And um, thankfully it didn't work out because I, I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you because something in me was still open that something else was out there because what I was experiencing, what I was feeling, it just, it just didn't seem right. Even though on paper and what everybody was projecting that it was a, a perfect life or that they're happy, I just didn't feel true happiness. And, and so for me, that's something I wanted to pursue and, and it's found me. And I'm just so gracious for it. I'm forever in gratitude. Um, but you know, basically how it ties in to your show um, is that, you know, there, there's abuse. Um, not that I was, thankfully to God, I wasn't physically abused. I wasn't sexually abused. I didn't grow up in anything like that. However, there are many people, even just from hearing your stories and, and other testimonies, People have gone through some really serious things, um, and it's it's just so it's such an impact that people are really dealing with this on a on a daily life. Um, one thing I found out in, in my spiritual journey is that even though all these things happen, and even though we're not we, we may not think we're worthy of it because of just programming we've had or people instilling fear into you and, and you know uh, putting these thoughts and and uh, you know lack of affirmation to know who you really are. Um, it, it impacts you it, it really does mold you and so in my journey that I found is that I was able to uncover the molding find out who created the mold and then I created the mold myself to where I truly am this person who I want to be and everybody can do it you know um, it takes time it, it takes time it takes openness and uh, when you're when you're able to do that and you really do trust in God I don't care what faith you know it is and this goes with all religions. I, I have love if you're Buddhist, um, you know, if you're Jehovah's Witness, if you're Catholic, if you're Lutheran. It's all, there are so many great people out there. 
and the intent is right. However, the people that are masterminds behind all the religion, all the occultic um, practices, that's where the real abuse is. And so that's why the common things that are here from all of these stories are that there's abuse, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually. Um, but the love of God has, has found me, and that's the only thing that can can heal you. And so I'm, j I'm just forever grateful for that. So my message, my journey is to, to let people know that you are loved. Yeah. If you're hearing this message right now and you're struggling with anything that you may have, you know, had in the past, it, it, it's here to heal you. And so you being open to that, keep pursuing that path, it, it'll find you. If you're ready, ready to be healed, it's, it's a matter of you being accepting of it. You deserve better. Um, you're worthy. You're divine. And uh, you deserve to live a, a fruitful life, you know. So that's my background. It's like. So um, let me let me ask, just kind of like dig a little deep, uh, dig a little deeper. Um, were you born into Jehovah's Witnesses? Was it something that you 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 started learning about later in life? Like, can you kind of elaborate a little bit yeah, more? Yeah. So it? good question. Um, as I mentioned, it all stems from somewhere. So like, I always wondered, man, like, where did this even come from? And yeah, it was it was generations. As far as like my mom, my mom's side, she wasn't really involved with it, but my grandma got involved with it. Um, I guess my mom, my grandma was like Catholic. I guess, or I don't, I don't really know what her faith was, but at, at some point they converted, and um, my mom was working. She was like the Cinderella story, having to work to help out the family at that time. And so my mom never really was around it. And then what happened was uh, she met my dad, and my dad was was uh, almost like partially raised as a witness. And at that time he was his fellowship, I guess, or you know, or maybe just uh, inactive. And so that's how they found common ground. But my dad. Uh, first generation here from Mexico and so when the family came over my dad was actually raised as a Catholic and I think by nine or ten they converted he just said one day he came home from school and that I guess the witnesses were there they preached or whatever but he just remembers the family taking down the crosses and he didn't know what was going on and then you know my grandpa told him hey well this is what we need to do you know so it's so where it stems from it's a matter of somebody just telling you something and belief is very powerful so if you're really going to believe something, be open to questioning it. I want you to be curious, is this the truth? And, and dissect it. it. You know, if somebody's going to basically hold you to it, or if somebody's going to get confrontational or it's forceful, then that's not God. I know because I've experienced God, God's infinity, God's love. It's not an interpretation of what man says God is, because every, every interpretation of that, every religion, it's going to be the same thing. It's coercion. And so if you're experiencing that, that's why it explains the abuse. It explains all these traumatic events happening because you're, you're fitting into somebody's rat wheel, essentially, is what's happening. And so if you're not conforming to it, there's punishment. That's not God. That's not, that's not God at all. And, and it's unfortunate that there's, as you mentioned, coercion and then, you know, there's abuse. And we were, we were talking, you know, before the actual interview for this podcast, we were uh, chit-chatting and it, it came up in the discussion how there are people who have great intentions and they leave everything, they join either a cult or a religion or they join the army or a group because they have good intentions and then you have these, like you mentioned, shepherds or people who are supposed to really be there and take care of the flock yeah. and instead 
many times it's manipulation, coercion, unfortunately sometimes sexual abuse, physical abuse. And then right now you were mentioning about the need to ask questions. Yeah. Uh, I would like to ask in in the Kingdom Hall was that is that acceptable to ask questions or is that frowned upon? How how do how does this group take uh, those who want to ask questions? Yeah. So one thing I want to say is, uh, and just to touch base on your your story, that's how I found out the you know the journey of, of what you went through. Um, like you said, the intention was there. You even I think one of your first podcasts or you know an earlier podcast, you were like, I thought I was going with God and I was doing it for the right intent, but yet all of this should happen and it was just like, what the hell? And that's what it, that's what I mean is that even though you're meaning to do well, you're going off your own understanding. It's not you're, because of your belief. It's mm -hmm. off of what man believes or what your family believes. So you didn't truly follow divinity, and so that's why it happened. But like I said, the way that it happened, you can heal yourself. And so that's why we're here doing this podcast. Because if we if we didn't go through that journey, we wouldn't be here to share this message to everybody. Um, so, you know, that's the importance of, of being able to speak your truth. And it, it is healing. It, it's not something for you to suppress. And that ties into what you were saying. I, I just wanted to point out, like, growing up, going to the Kingdom Halls, a lot of great people, a lot of great relationships I've had with friends and family. And, you know, regardless of whatever happens in their, their lives, um, I don't know all the details because, like I said, I wasn't baptized in the faith. My family was, but there's there's definitely a committee and, you know, there's a hierarchy as far as handling everything. Um, so for me, I went because of my family. Like, you know, I just told you how my dad got converted. And then from there, it was just like, I respected the hell out of my dad growing up. <clears throat> you know, I, I feared my dad too. <laughs> but it's, now you see where the fear comes from. It, it's a matter, you know, but it... it so that ties in kind of like with discipline, but it's like, okay, you can be balanced, you know? And then so like the... There is questioning that's open, you know, in the witnesses organization and the kingdom halls or whatever, you know, the, the meeting is for that week or whatnot. However, usually like if you bring it up to a brother or the committee and then they address it to you, either through a shepherding call, they'll go to your house or it's never like on the spot, kind of like they say it's an open door, but they'll take you to like a back room or wherever it's going to be private. And then they, if it's really that big of an issue, they'll, you know, counsel you according to scripture and stuff like that. So um, it's not like you know a whole satanic or you know people's perception on it this is just my inside of what i've seen it's you know the, they have the right intent however you have to look at the output is it is it love no it's not like so it's it, there's a lot of shaming there's a lot of uh, uh coercion there's a lot of uh punishment and so that's not love that's not god and so that's how i was able to distinguish what's truth and what's not i don't care what anybody says i don't care what scripture you show me why is it that i'm able to accept the message and I'm able to feel God's love without going through all the extra meetings trying to buy my salvation essentially you know like the scripture with, with Jesus you know where he was on a he was on the cross or when he passed when he was crucified um, it's as simple as you know the, the, the thief had asked him you know don't forget about me basically you know he just said well, you'll be and that's all it took was having belief that you'll be with me and, and that's all it was. It wasn't, you need to say 10 prayers, you need to go 20 meetings, you need to do this. And then and then you still do it. And you know what? You're going to feel like crap. Because one, you're mentally exhausted. You're physically exhausted. Uh, two, you're still missing the message because you're doing what somebody else has told you. Even though you have the right intent, but you're doing a whole ass rat race. You're missing the message. And then you're trying to balance everything. You're, you're going you're gonna to stumble. You're going to crash.
that's what happened. So, so I, I hear that uh, there's, well, like you know, talking about cults, you know, there's very rare that people talk about the positives. However, since like since I've been speaking out, you know, my yeah. truth, my experiences, I've had some like people who are still in, or people who are like they're they're physically out but mentally in. And they'll tell they'll tell me like, hey, like, can you start at least maybe highlighting some of the positives? Uh, so I'm I've been trying to do that very like here and there in my podcast. But since you're on the show, uh, can you maybe share if there are any positives that you've had in in your years of being in Jehovah Witnesses? Absolutely. So um, for me to have positives. That's the healing process. I'm able to talk about the positives because when you heal, and not just physically when you heal or whatnot, it's internally. It internally is where it, where it stems from. Um, you're gonna have your thoughts in your mind from all the abuse that has happened. The memories are gonna be there. However, that's not how you heal. You heal from the heart. That's where, where God touches you, it really does. And so once you get that healed and you're able to get out of your physical sense and go internally, that's going to correct all the thoughts that are in your head. You're going to be in alignment. Um, and so that's how I'm able to, to point out all the positive. I know what the negative is. You create your own hell. It was hell for me not knowing, you know, following my true identity of who I was as an individual or my spiritual journey. Because if I said something, I was going to be shamed or this person thinks this. And, and not that I was really thinking that, but inside, internally, I am. I'm molded that way. And you're wondering why you have this struggle that's what it is it's you know we're we were molded into something fitting somebody else's rat wheel essentially or their manifestation of what they wanted and so that's why you have all these clergy these councilmen uh trusted officials that are there as as uh civil servants essentially and then you're like man you're in this position of power but you're abusing people <clears throat> that's what it is it's when you when you give your power up to people and you you're trusting somebody else about god it's gonna go absolutely worse for you. I don't care if you stare it left, up, down, you know, sideways, that, that car's still going off on the, the path, but there's a positive in everything. And so these things do happen in life. Unfortunately, there's a lot of it that goes on, even in schools, uh, religion is what we're talking about. It'll be the workplace, but you don't have to be a victim to suffer. What, what is the point of, of complaining about something, having a complaining spirit? All that's doing is feeding into the negative thoughts that you have in your head already with all the other traumatic events. And that ties into manifestation. You're going to manifest your nightmare. I don't, I'm not a slave to that. It no longer serves me. I appreciate it for what it is because I've got here on the path. Until you appreciate everything, the good and the bad, then you'll be able to move on to the next journey. And if I may ask, what was it that opened your eyes to the path that you needed to be on? Because right now it sounds like you're on a path that is open to to being real with the negatives, being real with the positives, and you have like a very healthy mindset. Uh, so my question is, you know, what was it that opened your eyes to to being on this path? Yeah, uh, great question. So I trusted what my family had said. Uh, my mom, hey, try this out. You know, pray to God, pray to Job, He's going to help you. She, the intent is right however I wasn't really trusting in God I was trusting what my mom said or what my dad said what the faith said the congregation if you're going to we have direct that's why the power of prayer is there and meditation 
That's your direct essence to God. You don't have to go through any clergy. You don't have to go through anybody. Even if I'm telling you, hey, do this. If you trust what I'm going to tell you, you're you're in, you're in another rat wheel. You're never you're never really trusting faith. And so all these people that claim they have faith and all that, okay, I can see right through it because where does your belief come from? Okay, it's through somebody else. It's through what you were raised in. It's through what this person told you. So it's not God. Your perception of what God is is actually through your upbringing. It's through who told you this. And so that, for me, was being open. Like, I know there has to be something different because I went through all hell. Yeah, even going through, you know, um, my marriage. My marriage, I'm, I'm on, like, right now, it's, it's, I guess all the storm you would say is done for now. Um, but whatever happens, you just, you know, that's it. Like, it's a storm. It, it doesn't have to linger on forever. Just like the hurricane that just happened. It hits, that's it. Hey, and then what happens after that's beautiful. Let's, let's rebuild. That's essentially what healing is. Let's rebuild. It doesn't have to happen again. You know what I mean? It's I'm aware of it. That storm's not going to come down here. It's, it's not happening no more. And it, it's not. And, and so for me, when I had to go through that, that's what it took was all the ugliness. I wonder where it was coming from because I'm like, well, I'm trusting in God. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And actually, what was happening is I was manifesting the absolute worst of everything from the marriage. Even though I, I really tried to do what I could, I went back, try to save this person, try to be the best husband I could be, try to be this. All it created was cheating. It created a heartache. It created distancing from my son, distancing from my wife. Uh, it created a disconnect from the family. And all of that, I was the bad person, pretty much like the abuse that we're talking about. I was shamed and it, it, it's all turned on me and, and to have to deal with that going to work and have you know and, and knowing that you're getting screwed over that's something that I had to face and you know what I survived and that's what led me to, to understand God he came to me my body actually went through a crazy exhaustion from everything I remember child support coming up and my wife had turned on me and didn't want to negotiate just literally screw me over and the court system was okay with it it was really sad and she was okay with it and i saw it for what it was I was like wow it's a very dark entity I, I saw it and you really think you know somebody and you don't but it all worked out in their favor because i gave my power up i got married based on what i thought marriage is because of my belief structure what i was trying to do it wasn't out of divinity it wasn't out of god's will it was me thinking this okay so it's a contract and what happens in contracts only one person benefits when there's a void so that's what happens is you you sign your life away essentially that's why they call it settling mm. you settle so you're going to settle for what's not owed to you and then you're still going to lose when you pull out of the contract however even with all that turmoil and all the you know the dysfunction that came about it god's got me man like it life is beautiful and it's gonna it's already it's already beautiful like right now this is all manifesting as far as the message getting out for other people there's light for people who you know maybe think they don't have money or insurance to go see a, a psychiatrist or therapy like it's all here god has developed this channel for us um letting people know that there's hope he's there it doesn't it doesn't take money it doesn't take clergy it doesn't take somebody approving you to get to God. He's here whenever you're ready, but you're gonna have to go through that hell journey before you can you can see the light. But it's there. It's always there. It's uh, beautiful what you just shared, um, and you 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 just said how 
you you've survived mm -hmm. to kind of like wrap up this interview what words of hope of truth can you give to someone who may be someone who's fearing leaving either an abusive relationship or a course of religion what words of hope can you give to that person who's afraid of surviving you're almost there you're almost there if, if you're trembling if you're you can't sleep at night and you're worried and you're scared and you're praying you're almost there um, that fear it's, it's almost like a projector right you see this amazing, this crazy monster in the shadow and you're like holy shit like and then what happens the wind blows and the curtain falls down and you see this like little animal was projecting this huge image that's exactly what fear is and so you're afraid to go see like I was afraid to have it end because I was like no it's gonna end up real bad for me it's gonna this that's the fear monster and what happened was you keep running eventually it's gonna come up to you or you can just go up to it pull the curtain at any time you're gonna feel all the withdrawals all the, the scarce all that shit that's through your mind right now all that that fear it's gonna shake you up all over and at that point, once you, you walk through it, you're going to see you're not dead. Yeah. Did I die? Am I locked up in prison? Like, am, 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 do I still have my son? Yeah, I still have all of that. It's all in my head. It was made up. Yeah. And so people know that. And so that's why it ties back to religion. It ties back to everybody's agenda. People tell you things that are going to benefit them and their agenda. And so if you don't, that fear, that coercion is there. You're gonna stay in line. You're gonna do this because once, once you actually walk through that, and they don't have control of you no more, they can't do nothing. They're powerless, and so that's up for you to take that control back. At that point, you you live your life, and that's what that's what I've been doing is just living, and it's gonna to continue to go that route. Never again will I give my power up to anybody. Mm -hmm. I won't. It, it's not gonna happen. It's that's the whole point of the journey, is for you to realize that. I know. I know. I said last question, but hey, I gotta I gotta give another last question. Well, not well. Because I, I've also seen your progress and one thing that cults do or even in bad relationships is like once you leave It's like are oh, you gonna leave me or are right, you're not gonna be like the mentality is you're not gonna be blessed without me Or you're not yeah. gonna be successful and then I've been you know listening to you lately and how you know You've you've taken control of your life Absolutely. and you still have a journey with God or with divinity whatever and I would like to hear well, let me ask you, are, are you worse now that you're outside of the religion? No. And so, or are um, you blessed? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. And so I may not be blessed with what they're giving me. If you consider that a blessing, it's not, it's hell. Because everything that you're getting, it's, it's spawning more desire, more incompleteness. And what are they really giving me? When I'm in trouble, who came? Nobody. You know, people want to tell you, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. But at the end of the day, who was really there to help me out? Were you there to, to help with child support? Were you there to No, you weren't? So it's like if you're going to if you're going to dish out advice to people and counsel, then make sure you follow through with it. And if not, you're not Christ like you're not. That's that's very powerful right there. When Christ was here. He went to the poor. He went to the lame. He went to the sick. He went to the thieves. He went to the sinners, quote unquote. The message is because everybody is worthy of it. The clergy and all these other people and these civil servants that are here, they're all worthy of it as well. However, they're going about it the wrong way. And that's why he argued with Pharisees. Because he's like, you're, you're preaching this and it's, it's not in alignment. 
these people need the message even on a sabbath if i'm curing people or whatever it might be it's in need and you're focusing on oh well you can't do it because of the law well shit people are in need it's yeah. that it's that simple so it's like you know you just see that's why everything's so backwards in this world man like it the, the world needs love at this time love is what heals it heals all the ugliness it heals the coercion it, it heals the abuse it heals the injustice justice has been served for me it has and it's not by me going out to pay for an attorney it's not by me going to get somebody uh or, or you know trying to write it on my my end it, it's trusting 100 percent in god and just like it has in those biblical accounts you know where they, they part red sea and you know all these these things that happen he delivers you you just have to see it and and wait all the way to that end and you're going to see what, what it's going to be so i'm blessed beyond measure you can't measure it and it's going to continue to keep going that route and i'm just so grateful for for it um the journey is beautiful i wish that for everybody i know everybody has that in them um it's a matter of them just you know i'm gonna like for me saying this right now i just want people to start practicing self-affirmations that you are worthy i want you to say i am worthy i am love i am open to healing just start off with those three things every day even when you're stressed out take your deep breaths don't retaliate whatever happens to you if you're going to retaliate retaliate in love because retaliation you're in a reactive state and when that happens you're gonna you're gonna reap the absolute worst it's gonna go bad for you so yeah well gilbert thank you so much for sharing not only your wisdom but also your blessings sharing about your relationship with um with positivity your relationship with god uh and do you have any links or something where people can find you yeah anytime man my pleasure you know sharing this information with you guys my experience my truth um uh, you can look me up on on instagram right now i was actually doing a podcast with a friend of mine um it looks like i'll have to just go a different route just they're on their life journey at this time and i respect that <laughs> uh, but you can look me up uh give g-i-b-b so uh golf india bravo bravo nine 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 so um you can look me up you know, and if you have any questions over anything we went over, or you just want positivity, you know, we're all here as a synergy group, you know, to help each other out. But I'll be having my podcast coming out soon. Um, you know, it's whatever the message needs to be, it's all there for content. So, and when you do, when you drop your uh, podcast, I'll make sure to uh, drop the links and to help promote it. Yeah, absolutely. And just like I said, the truth that heals is such a beautiful message. It really is. And what I want to point out just before we, we finish off is, like I said, it's not religion in itself. That's the right intent. People, there's, there's a spiritual need. So that's why it's established. However, we can all live in harmony. If it's Buddha, if it's Jesus, if it's Jehovah, if it's, if it's uh, you know, any of these other light beings or any other, whatever your God is, John the Baptist, whoever it might be, it could be even just sun gods. It could be raw. It could be, you know, whatever it is. I got love for every single one of them. Because at the end of the day, it's all oneness. And you'll find out later. You know, so just keep pursuing your, your path for healing. You know, trust in God and it'll be there. All right. Thank you so much, Gilbert. It's been an honor to have you on my show. My From co-worker to brother. Yeah, absolutely. So... All the best luck to you, my friend. Yeah, best of luck to you too, man. And to all of you who have listened to uh, this podcast, thank you so much. Until next time, this is Ryan Anthony Hernandez on the Truth That Heals podcast.